Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey, everybody, and welcome to a whole new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills-Alston. How's it going, Karen? It's going well, <laughs> Happy Monday. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. As always, we begin again. This is the day, the Monday, the beginning of the work week where we get to work and play. Yeah. We get to have some fun as we, if we're working at home, if we go into an office, whatever we're doing, we get to... We call it work play. Yeah, we get to set the tone. Yeah. I really, I really That's believe it. that. Yeah, and Monday, of course, you can set the tone for the week, but you can really set the tone for your day. I am I'm yes. a huge, uh, huge believer of such things. Um, mm-hmm. incre- Karen, I am really excited about the question we're going to tackle today. So let's jump right into it. Yes, the question is. Can we actually love unconditionally? What's your answer? Yes, yeah. we can. And we all have a choice, right? Yeah. I, I, I'm going to agree. I'm going to say, yes, we can. And it is a huge accomplishment. <laughs> it's a huge accomplishment. I really do think um, loving unconditionally is the same thing as saying becoming enlightened, you know, like I really do believe that that is the pinnacle of that's the pinnacle of consciousness, um, studies. Yeah. And and this is something that takes a lot of practice. Now this question came up because I actually asked spirit for a question Mm -hmm. and this dropped in, it dropped in so beautifully and I know that it dropped in because I had just taken a client through the life visioning process. And as you know, the life visioning process, one of the first things that we establish is an activated field of unconditional love. And as Michael Bernard Beckwith takes us through the process, he uh, lets us know that uh, he, he asks us to come up with a an idea, a, a, a person, a, a place or thing that loved us unconditionally, without an agenda, without a purpose, which is mm-hmm. so beautiful. So he has us think of that person to really allow us to feel this, this state of being loved unconditionally. And then he goes on to say that This is the way that the presence feels about us. It's a glimpse. It's Mm -hmm. simply a glimpse of it, that there is no condition that is attached to to love. That's where we get to land in every aspect of our being. And it takes work. It takes ultimate work. Like, I really can't say I know anybody who has achieved unconditional love. And I do believe it is possible in an enlightened master, dedicate your life to consciousness path. So yeah, what, what does 
what does love mean to you? And I'm just going to phrase that a little bit better. When I think about unconditional love, I start to think, well, that doesn't mean that I'm going to allow injustice. I'm going to allow somebody to overstep my boundaries or be abusive towards me. And then that's where I acknowledge the gap in my understanding about, okay, what does being unconditionally loving or what does that mean? It's not withholding. Mm -hmm. It's always giving. It's fully expressing. It's those kinds of things. So if we're talking about the presence, that's a constant in the presence. It is changeless, absolute, eternal. The presence knows nothing but loving unconditionally. As human beings, I know I was raised uh, in conditional Mm -hmm. love. Conditional love. It's the way that I was raised. And that meant that if someone was upset with me, they they withheld their love. If they wanted to manipulate or control me, they withheld their love. And so I have spent a good part of my life, particularly the last 10 years, practicing loving Mm -hmm. and loving and loving and loving because my default is when someone is unkind to me, I withhold love. Yeah. And that's not what I want to do. If I'm the presence of God, if I'm God in the flesh, then I get to always keep up this thing of loving no matter what someone does to me. It's always a constant. Yeah. So, yeah. What about you? Um, I, I love, I love seeing love as a lack of withholding. I think that really makes mm-hmm. a lot of sense to me. And also knowing that how love looks shows up differently in different circumstances. And like I said, it's not about allowing somebody to be abusive to you or someone you love. It's not about, it's not about accepting poor behavior, but, um, it is about, you know, you say, or it, it is said, be the first to forgive, be the first to love. I believe it becomes a it becomes a nicer vehicle to live your life through. And that does not mean that there is um, a, that does not mean that there is not a caution or savviness just in how you navigate your life. I do believe that, I do believe that we really want to be clear on being unconditionally loving also is connected with, um, having boundaries and being able to, um, being able to protect yourself. Um, you mentioned the word withholding. So I did a quick, um, a quick internet search of the opposite of withholding. And I thought it would say giving, but it didn't. And it said advance. And I love that because I think I'm going to give something in advance. And that's what I feel unconditional love can be. I'm going to give somebody. Yes. Um, I'm going to give somebody understanding in advance. I'm going to give somebody a second chance in advance. I'm going to give somebody forgiveness in advance. And that really brings it home to me by saying it's giving, it's giving somebody the thing without there being any proof on the table. That's what I think is really important. Yeah. Yes. That's, that's really beautiful. That's really beautiful. And you know, the idea is, is that no matter 
that we stay conscious. Yeah. That the, the idea is that we stay conscious. So if we do interact with someone who is being unkind to yeah. us, being unloving, loving us conditionally, then we have to remember to turn within and process any emotions yeah. that are coming for us. Because it's not about that person. It's about how, what is being triggered within us that is unhealed. So um, the idea of moving from our head to our heart, practicing witness consciousness, um, listening to what's going on, and then doing the, the process of returning to, um, to yeah. love within ourselves, beginning first with loving yeah. ourselves. Because you know there's so many situations, and you often see this play out on TV, where two people have a major misunderstanding. And the way that is often resolved is by each of the people understanding the context and conditions that other person was coming from. And that often heals the the disconnect. It was like, you need mm-hmm. to understand where I was coming from. And thinking of this word advance, it's like, I'm going to advance you the understanding of where you're coming from. I don't know the information yet, but I'm going to advance that to you. And I do like, I, yeah, I do, I do love looking at it this way because I'm going to give you an example. We all know on the episode last week, I was learning how to drive. Today, I am the holder of a driving license, <laughs> which is yes. great news. Yes, thank you. Um, Congratulations. Thank you so much. That has been a, uh, that has been a, um, a stop, start, stop, start thing for me for a long time. So I'm glad I crossed that line. Um, but the person who took me out for my driver's test was very mean and oh, even bordered on abusive and insulting. It was really unacceptable. Um, so <laughs> thinking of this conversation here, it's not about accepting that behavior or feeling as if I deserve to have gone through that. I stand through that I don't. But can I advance a little understanding? Yes. Then actually I feel like, huh, okay, I'm going to advance a little understanding onto this person. I'm going to skip to the point where I am not not so angry about it or not so feel so personal about it, you know? So... Yeah, that's a good example. Think of a direct... Well, can you think of a time you were in direct conflict with somebody and, yeah, getting to advance them something? What would it be for you? I'm thinking understanding, but what what would it be for you? Um. Oh, boy, that's so... Yeah. You know, when you were talking, I was thinking, that sounds so British when you said, let's get together, let's talk about some things, let's... In the United States... There would, in in a certain situation, there would be a a lot of drama, mm-hmm. and then there would be a withholding of love for a period of time. You know, so I have been in a situation like that yeah. where I get really angry with somebody, and this is years ago because I don't do it anymore, or at least I'm not conscious if I am doing it. But I, um, the idea of I get upset with someone, someone's upset with me, and I may stop talking. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the way I was raised. Yeah. So there were, there was times when there the house was very quiet because someone was angry with somebody else, and they decided that they're just going to pull away. Mm-hmm. They're just going to pull away and not have any kind of 
conversations. Now, the 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 person who is is practicing will will advance life. Mm-hmm. Will hold, for example, that um, your driver license guy. Mm-hmm. Um, you would just create this field of unconditional love not adjusting their barometer and their body, but advancing more love, not being triggered by this person, but creating a field of unconditional love because you have to get through this this test, right? So if you had allowed him to affect you, you wouldn't be the holder of a driver's license right now. Yeah, and that also really speaks to, as, as I keep saying, it's not about accepting or excusing poor behavior. That needs to be right. dealt with, oftentimes addressed. But it is about mm-hmm. advancing a divine quality to that person. Yes. You know, to the, it's not saying I'm going to accept how this behaved. I still may mm-hmm. um, make a complaint about the way that conduct was last Friday. Absolutely. But could I advance a level of love, understanding, acceptance? getting there before you're ready. And I do just need to touch on that point you said, where you said that sounds very British. You know, I have a friend who works in in TV and script writing, and he says, you will never find in a British TV script someone saying, I am so angry. It's always about what's not said. Whereas an American script, it's, you, 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 you hear, I feel a lot in American TV, and with yes, a British show, yes. you're often decoding what's not being said. And that's just the difference in the two yes. cultures. Um, but you are right. Yeah. yeah, like I am. Yeah, you are right. I mean, I know things do escalate to arguing, but it's definitely much more. <laughs> it's it's definitely different because we probably wouldn't spoo. I feel this, this, this and this. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And, and you understand what's happening. The Brits are maybe suppressing some emotions that want to come up. The um, Americans are spewing the emotions uh, and which isn't healthy either. Well, well, it's, they're both, you know, you've talked a lot about responding and reacting. They're both reactions. Yeah. Yeah. One reaction is very extrovert. One is very introvert, but they're not um, conscious approaches to the situation so yeah yes yes so when something like this comes up when we you know we often talk about where is it hitting us in our bodies we can feel uh, emotions that come up in different situations so to be able to take a breath and to see what's happening in the midst of all of this and then if we can do it quickly and um uh, and affer- feel the emotion and then affirm the truth, then that's yeah. great. If we are not able to do that, just the awareness to be able to bracket it and mm-hmm. do something else with it at a later time, it's great. We've talked about that before. Most importantly, uh, and I'll go back to the example of your driving instructor, you did not let that person sway you. Mm-hmm no matter what was going on. So we get to be constantly in this this high vibration of unconditional love. Yeah. That's the essence of our being, as one of Agape's songs says. It's the 
essence of our being, known for always giving. That I think those are the yeah. lyrics to to the song. So this unconditional love is always giving. It's constant. It's there's there's no withhold in it, no matter what is going on. That's the that's the beauty of it. The example I can give, and I've given it before on this podcast, but it really brings this home, is I talk about when I was living in Hong Kong and I almost got ripped off, scammed for an apartment. And I was so upset, like shaking. And the only way I could calm myself was to pray for the people who almost scammed me. That's it. And that really brings, yeah, that really that really brings this home. Like the only thing I could do, and this is where everyone knows, listen, I love psychology, but you can't cure this. You can't always cure something. We spoke about this last week. Sometimes it's happening Mm -hmm. to me on like a nervous system level. And sometimes it's a mental, mental level. Um, So yeah, with psychology alone, I could not calm my physical body down through praying for the person who had caused that sensation it went away and I fell right asleep. And I remember the next day yeah. it was over. And I think that yes. I was at yes. thinking back to what we've learned whilst we speak, I was advancing compassion. I was advancing forgiveness. I was advancing grace because I sure did not feel it in that moment. Like I did not <laughs> feel it in that moment. And let me remember this. Let me tell you this. Um, <laughs> yes. I prayed on the morning of my driver's test for the examiner mm-hmm. I got. So there you go. That's yeah. it. That's um, it. Yeah. So because remember, <laughs> everything is always working together for our good. So why not anticipate having the um, having people come into our lives that will serve us yeah. in ways that we know not. Yes, of. that is true. Now this person allowed you to go higher yeah right mm-hmm. it this person did not bring you lower so the prayer could have been bring bring me in and let me have an instructor who's going to just be great and fabulous and in a wonderful mood and who's going to pass mm. me who's going to love me you didn't pray for no that. i think do you want to know what i think i believe i prayed that the experience would be mutually beneficial And that's the prayer. And as much as it was an unpleasant experience, I've walked away with a driver's license. And I don't Mm -hmm. know, because you want to know what? At one point I was going a bit slow and he said in a really unkind way, this speed is unacceptable. (laughs) Can you tell me why you're going at this? And I said, honestly, because you're making me feel very uneasy. Um, Yeah. And we pulled up on the side of the road and... So I don't know what my part in that was. I don't know if, my, so his experience with me, he granted me a driving license. I didn't like how he conducted himself, but he has been beneficial. He was the guy who granted me my driver's license for the rest of my life. Um, I don't know what I played in his life, but my prayer was that it would be a mutually beneficial experience. So, yeah. yes, yes. And that's the that's the beauty of prayer. Mm-hmm. Ernest Holmes says, "That which I accept for myself, I affirm for others." Uh, and yeah. what that means is that we're all in here yeah. together. Uh, and the idea that you told this instructor how you mm-hmm. felt, I believe that that touched him at some level. Especially, how many times do you think he's heard? 
from a Brit, you make me feel. Oh, yeah. Coming from the eye. That was fabulous. Yeah, that's true. It was absolutely, instead of getting stuck and angry and upset, your, um, the presence was speaking mm-hmm. through you and saying, look, this is how I'm feeling. I, I want to move forward. Let's do this together. Yeah, uh, And it's true. And I know like in God's infinite wisdom, it was like, oh, great. We're going to put Sean with that guy because Sean can do his yes. working on that. Yes. And then, but sometimes you want to say like, cause I was warned about this guy. And when he came walking over to my car, <laughs> I was like, you got, there are 20 people who could, who could be examining me for this test. Why is it this? Like, why is it this guy? And it was the mutually, it was the highest mutually beneficial situation. Yeah. And, yes. and that is where, well, you know, thinking back to like, you know, you've spoken about your childhood. I can think about, you know, God works in mysterious ways. And also, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't, it's very rare I quote the Bible, but um, I don't even know if this is from the Bible, but I know it's a Christian teaching. You know, they say, pray for those who hurt you, pray for your enemies. Um, and course. I think that of is... Course you know, can you be unconditionally loving? And going into this conversation, and I said it, that seems like a very high spiritual ideal, which is sits alongside enlightenment. Coming towards the end of this conversation, I'm like, actually, that's a small choice to pray for those who hurt me. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. And that is a way to be, to practice being unconditionally loving. Mm-hmm. I mean, why not? Why not give fully of ourselves without withholding yeah. and being conscious when we are? I know when I am withholding. And my practice now is that if I catch myself doing that, I show up full force. Mm-hmm. So I give, I give. I remember one of the first things that I heard Reverend Michael say about love. He says, you love until it looks silly. You can't love too Mm -hmm. much. You really can't. So to be able to practice that is is magnificent. With the caveat of of, um, making sure we're in alignment with a loving presence yeah. um, that, you know, as, as you have A- made. Absolutely. And also it's accepting how much can be done in a non-physical level. And I have, yes. and we have discussed this. So I'm, I'm trying to think of an example that is, I really want to think of a, a safe example. I'll just say, it's not about putting yourself in a position where you could be hurt, harmed or dangered, but you mm-hmm. could pray for somebody you could meet them in the non-physical. You can allow the energy to meet and heal itself. You know, I said this to you months ago. Yes. Um, I seem to go through this period of time where I, I met people who I'd had, I'd had fallings out with in dreams and we had a good time together and it was over. And, you know, we've also said that we don't always appreciate when somebody wants to physically make up with us. If there's been an altercation years ago, we don't always want to welcome in the actual physical going through it. So it really is having a faith in how much can be done in the non-physical and believing in that. And that is a spiritual path, you know, like you turn to spirituality because you have a belief in what is happening beyond the 3D world. So keep your 
keep your physical body safe. Absolutely. Um, and allow a lot to happen on a non-physical level. Yes. And I do want to say this a couple mm-hmm. of things. When we're talking about loving it unconditionally with everything, we can't take anything personally. One of the four mm-hmm. agreements, right? Yeah. Um, and also, um, I'm just reminding all of us that love, unconditional love is a divine quality. Forgiveness is a human attribute. Mm-hmm. And the idea is, is that when we forgive, we love again. Yeah. So that's really important. We know that if we have not forgiven, then we cannot love completely. So to be able to practice and practice and practice self-forgiveness, knowing that forgiveness is an ongoing process from Paul Farini, and that forgiveness, any inch of forgiveness is is important. And, uh, and, And we get to do it time and time and time again until, and this is what I say, until the Ding is gone mm-hmm. where we're simply loving. Yeah. We have, you have to forgive. You have to forget in order to forgive. Mm-hmm. When you have forget forgotten, then you're loving unconditionally yeah. again. Oh, I think we need to, because I know this season is coming to an end. We need to touch on forgiveness one more time because they're always our, our most um, popular episodes. So, um, yeah, most likely next week. But until then, thank you so much, Karen. Thank you, Sean. Catch you next week. Bye-bye.